Do it. Let it run for a minute. We lost a lot of people. Yeah, we did. I can't believe you forgot that this is the song. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this one going out to the queen who's in charge of slavery? No, it's going all, uh, to all the Tegrutans of Kiros. <laughs> we'll get into it. But I was told there's 50,000 of them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, not no more. <laughs> I don't know, Salman Rushdie. I agree. I don't think you're going to recover from this. Ah, uh, how's it going? Good. How are you? My lips are still dry. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get some, like, prescription chapstick. I guess, man. It hurts. <laughs> it's painful. It's only going to get worse as it gets colder. Great. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know. I've never had it like this in the summer. Oh. Oh, boy. I've been trying all these different lip balms out and everything. Elixirs? Yeah. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> I got to hydrate more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, drink water instead of pop. Uh, <laughs> I need my energy. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, but other than that, it's going great. Yeah, what's going on here? Nothing. Um, Welcome to the Clone Cast. Yeah. I've been trying to do like an intro up front. So oh. welcome to the Clone Cast. I'm to Adam. read people that may. Yeah. I'm Tom. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we talk for 20 minutes about bullshit and then yeah. jump into an episode of the Clone Wars. Yeah. I, if, if you want to start doing that, we can start doing that. Yeah. I thought that it's might a little be more a good formal. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just any new listener that jumps in is like, I tuned into a, st a podcast about Star Wars. Why are these guys talking about Minneapolis first sure. 20 minutes? Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. We'll start. We'll focus in on that. We're going to start doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm disheveled and disoriented today. I yeah? Got, yeah. I'm just kind of out of it right now. Okay. So you're going to have to. Did you work today? Yeah, I did. Okay. Tired. Was it last week you had off? Yeah. Okay. Did, was it relaxing? Did you find any respite in that? or It was fine. It was, you know, it was too short. Yeah. I need more. I need it all the time. <laughs> Basically, I don't think I'm cut out for working. I think I, I think I think my uh work life has reached its end. Yeah. Sundays you know? have gotten predominantly worse as I've gotten older. It's like back I used to get so depressed in like elementary school and in, in middle yeah. school on Sunday Sundays. Sucked. It wasn't even like a day off. And then like as an as a quote-unquote young adult like when i moved out on my own sundays weren't so bad yeah but like they've predominantly gotten worse no it's back to like older. it's back to like how i felt in like fifth grade yeah exactly it's like you're having fun and then there's always this wave of emotion that hits you that's like oh yeah that's right yep saturday is the only day where i can like not <laughs> hate everything it's not good i know Whatever. Who cares? I don't care anymore. I just want to do this podcast. Let's talk about stuff. I'm telling you. Eventually, we got to yeah. just open up a store. We're going to open up a store. I just came from another collectible store, and 
We got two episodes to record tonight, and you're out fucking... You're all gallivanting around town at these collectible stores. It was worth it. I got a Senator Palpatine action figure for 99 cents. And a Chancellor for all the Lord for $1.99. Yeah. I call for a vote of no confidence but that in those guy, prices. The guy that was that was running that place, he looked a little rougher on the edges. But oh, he wasn't as friendly as Nerdmania? Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nerdtopia? No. But I guarantee, out. guarantee he's happier than us. What do you mean by rough around the edges? Oh, he just looks like a little bit older. Looks like he's seen some shit. He's kind of seen some shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like seen some shit as in A New Hope in its original theatrical release. Seen some shit. Okay. Kind of long, long hair, but balding on top. Do you think he's a fan of the uh, Disney Star Wars productions? I'm not sure. Hmm. I think he might be a fan of making money off of them. There you go. Yeah. But you recently got a PS1, right? Oh, it's coming. Okay. I'm going to play a Jumping Flash. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited about Jumping Flash. Because he had a lock case full of games and really? stuff. Yeah. See, now, PS1 is not my main nostalgic. It's just that sampler disc that's my big nostalgia with the PS1. I think my main go-to for nostalgia is 64 and 64 or the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I'm thinking about... Genesis. I'm thinking of the games that I would be nostalgic for on PS1, though. And, like, Metal Gear would be one. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid. How about That's Resident Evil 1? Resident Evil 1 and 2 would be good. Yeah. Um, Crash Bandicoot. Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal, yeah. You know what I do want to get is a Dreamcast. I have one. You do? Yeah. You have a Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. I still got it in all my games, too. You got the bass fishing? Yeah, and I got the controller. You got the reel? I got the controller. That oh, you got to like bring that over. <laughs> I was watching videos of that game. It, that game is fun as hell. It's really fun. Yeah. Oh, you catch those big ones at the palace? Yep. That last bonus level? You're gigantic. Yeah, where they got like 15-pounder plus? Whoa. Yeah. Get so depressed when you pull in like a 12-pounder and like, oh, it's a big what, one. What an amazing gaming system that was. It was ahead of its time. Oh, yeah. It was too early. It Well, it came out and then like, I don't know, three months later, the PlayStation came out and just like blew it out of the water. Well, PlayStation was already out. Oh, PlayStation was it? 2. Oh, like that's, Dreamcast that's came out before of. they were really This is always the the big issue with certain game systems was trying to be the first to market. But the problem is when you have that sort of leap in technology, the game production is going to be really low because most developers are still just yeah. developing games for the previous generation systems. So, uh, I know Atari Jaguar, when they were still doing 16-bit, Atari tried to do a 64-bit system. And granted, it wasn't the greatest system, but it nobody was developing games yeah. for 64-bit when it was a 16-bit, you know, generation. So, it just flopped. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of what's going on with VR, too. Because, like, how many times have they tried to do VR and make it marketable? And it's just, like... There's still not one game that's good for a I VR system. I could not system. name a single VR game that I have any inkling or desire to play. A couple of Christmases ago, uh, my like mom and stepdad, for a big, like, each of our big gift that year, me and both my brothers, were uh, PS, uh, PS4 VR. Oh, yeah. Um, and I played it for a while, and it is cool, but there's just no games for it. Oh, wait. I think I was over at your house once we were playing that. It was, wasn't it just a thing where it was like an office area? Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You just like grab That was shit? one of them. That was on, a, on the demo disc. Um, 
But then the other, the only one that's actually somewhat fun was Beat Saber. Did you play that one? No. It's kind of like a, like a, kind of like Guitar Hero, but you're standing holding like two lightsabers. Oh. And as, uh, as you stand there, a like techno song comes on, and then these cubes come flying. Oh, you gotta at hit them. But they have arrows in different directions. Ah, okay. And it syncs up with the music Is it and stuff. A Star Wars game? No. Oh, okay. No. Hmm. But it's fun. It, it was fun. Yeah, I don't know. I've never really gotten into VR. Have you ever? Do you remember Virtual Boy? Oh yeah. Oh, that was something else. Was that the one that's just all like red outlines? All red yeah. outlines. Yeah, all red polygons. It was just like, it was too soon. I didn't have that one, but do you remember they had the Virtual Boy and then they had the like handheld Virtual Boy? It was like handheld and it had a weird like mirror okay. thing that came yeah. up. Yep. I had that one. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's always these gimmicks. It's hit or miss. Nintendo is big on the gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Like, they love themselves a gimmick. I hate motion control. Yeah. I hate it with a burning passion. Yep. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. I don't need it. I just want, just give me a controller. I don't need to be waving around like a fucking idiot. Why do you think I'd ever played Skyward Sword? It really has been a hindrance when it comes to Skyward Sword. Have you been playing? No. No. I got, I maybe like a few hours into it, and I just, I haven't picked the controllers back up yet. So it's a lot of that motion control? Yeah. You can turn it off. They they did something with the remake where uh, if you don't want to use the motion control, you can turn it off, but then you have to... It's not like Breath of the Wild where you hit a button to swing. You have to use the the right Joy-Con to swing. So you have to, like, side to side, you move the joystick side to side. Yeah. To do it in a diagonal, you move the joystick in a diagonal. That just sounds impractical. I know. I, I don't want to deal with that either. That's why you got to be like me. You just watch a full playthrough video. <laughs> just watch a long play of so that guy or sword and pretend like you're doing it. But... Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't get into it. Why are we talking about motion control? How I do we even get know. on this? We, we start talking about collectibles and video games and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking about stuff you can't get into, something that you did get into. Oh, I'm a Lego guy. <laughs> I like the Legos. They're fun. Congratulations. I told you. Yeah. I, I would I would thank you to go back and listen, I think, three episodes ago when you looked me in the eyes and you're like, what is fun about Legos? Well, I haven't done any really big sets yet. Yeah. Most of the sets I've done are these like little $19, $20 ones, yep. you know. Um, but I did buy Boba Fett's Starship. Yes, you did. And I've started to put it together here. Um, I posted it. I had a few tweets that like really hit on Sunday for yeah. some reason. Um, but yeah, I had to mute them all because I was just like sick of getting <laughs> the notifications about them. But um, yeah, it, that when I kept referring to it, like I was clearly like goading people. Yes, with of it. course. And there's literally people who like came in. They're like, "Well, sir, don't don't uh, mess your diaper, but it's actually still called slave." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, you are you that dense that oh, you yes. can't read what I wrote there and just see that I'm fucking laughing at you? Oh yeah, people are that dense. Like, good lord. Yeah. Like they are so stupid. Yeah. So fucking stupid. And I don't know if they just, if they know, like, they must know what I'm doing. And if they don't, then I, whatever. But if they do know what I'm doing and they still feel the need to comment on it, like, get a fucking life. Oh, my God, I know. Like, you're actually that upset about them putting that on that box. I know they didn't change the name of it. 
that you have to comment on it when you see something. It's people, insane. People don't like change, man. I don't. I don't get it. It's a. It's a box. <laughs> they didn't change the name. It's a box, and that's why when when Book of Boba Fett comes out, I think I said it before to you. Like, I hope that they actually like change the name just so I can watch these idiots melt. Down. Oh, it'd be great. It would be hilarious. <laughs> and I hope it's the most like. I hope it is the most lib shit ever. Just like that, like literally, like I Fennec, hope they take two full episodes yes. in the middle of an eight episode season and the, just completely yeah. devote it to rebranding. It's Slave just one. yes, and it's just a roundtable discussion with Fennec and like <laughs> Boba and a few others talking about how it's Slave One. I don't know. It's a problematic name. <laughs> Like, one, it's just a word. Like, it's not... The reason they did it, we've said it before, is just because slave is not... When a parent's out buying a toy for the kid, they see slave one on there. They're probably like, eh, that's... Well, we live in a uh, litigious society. It's, and... a, it's a negatively... You know, there's negative connotations with that word. Everything's PR. Everything's yes. marketing. Just any kind of landmine that yeah. could be there, just sidestep it. Yeah. That's what but they're I doing. I really just hope there's a scene where it's like the most lib shit ever, where it's just like... Boba, you know, I was actually a slave or something. <laughs> like, I can't get in your ship as long as it's called that. I am triggered. And I hope they use the word triggered. And, like, then the person just, like, has a mental breakdown, melts down, and, like, says something about a safe space. And then I hope it's just this whole fucking thing. And it's 100% sincere. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I want to see the meltdown. Let's try to get woke Boba trending. Yes. <laughs> woke. Uh, what's a what's a what's a clever way to say uh, woke boba? I mean, we could do just woke boba. That's very straightforward. But there's got to be like a there's got to be a, a, a catchy little hashtag that we can give it. He uh, he ceremonially gives back the Wookiee scalps yeah. that he's been wearing for all of those years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they can rest in their their home. Yeah. He buries. He, he takes them to Kashyyyk and buries them. There's a ceremonial <laughs> <laughs> burying. Yes. I don't know. I just love seeing these idiots just melt down over a oh, fictional universe. Yeah. You know, and it's just And like when when I remember when I first had that one tweet and somebody's like, "Well, you wouldn't be happy if they changed in the name of the Millennium Falcon." It was like, "One, they wouldn't." But two, like I can look in the mirror and say, "I don't think I'd really care." Yeah. I'd be like, "Whatever." Well, especially if they just changed it on a box. Yeah. Like Han Solo spaceship. Oh no. <laughs> I hope that they release some more like Ray content and Ray has like changed the name of the Millennium Falcon to like Ray's like lesbian pleasure cruise or something like that. <laughs> Ray and Finn's interracial, interracial relationship cruiser or something like that. It'd be great. It'd be great. I don't know. Cause you know what? Um, there's, that's not something to be upset about. Yeah. It's just so not. Boba Fett's starship yeah. Lego set thumbs up. So far, I mean, I'm still on bag one here. Yeah. You, you walked in and I was putting it together. It's coming together. It's going to be a good one. I cleared out some shelf space to build these things. I ordered Vader's Castle on Amazon. Yes, and you did. I am looking forward to that. <laughs> you know what put me over the top was the minifig that's like the back to tank Vader minifig. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you get two Vader minifigs. You get the one where he's, you know, he got his helmet off. And so I can't wait to look yep. at that bad boy. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to set that up somewhere. The market on those things alone is insane because there are certain minifigs that minifigs that only one minifig has ever come in like a set. And especially if that set is a really expensive set. Sure. Those are the ones that like the minifig alone can like, you can sell them for like 50 bucks, 30 bucks, something like that. All that money I lost on clove could have been spent on action figures and Legos. I know. 
We could be halfway to a shop by now. Uh, we got it all straightened out now. <laughs> We're on the straight and narrow. It's all happening. We're pissing off the chuds. We're buying Legos. We're buying Black Series. We're going to start a shop. Ooh, I did yeah. I did go through and... Because uh, I got a bunch of my old collectibles and action figures in the basement. And I really want to go through and like organize them and like actually take inventory of what i want to hold on to and what i want to sell yeah so i did it was a lightning deal i ended up getting one of those uh uh like photography boxes Mm -hmm. so like it has the overhead light in the white like background yeah so you can whatever you're selling you set it up in there take a picture of it okay because like i i read a couple of things online like if you take a very nice picture of a collectible Mm -hmm. and put it on ebay you can like ask for Five to ten bucks more. There you go. So, let's play that over a few. Um, what was I going to say? I was thinking of something, and now I'm drawing a blank. God, fuck! <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm in a forgetful mood today, and fucking Athorian Historian keeps, like, typing stuff in Discord. <laughs> I think he's talking with, uh, from a certain point of skew. Um, but I keep getting updates. Athorian Historian, quiet. <laughs> trying to focus. Uh, we did a spaces on Twitter, uh, Wayfinder Pod and Garrick were in one, and I hopped in, and then something went wrong with mine, and I thought I was talking to myself because I couldn't hear anyone. So, I don't know, I probably looked like a real dumbass. <laughs> so that upset me, too. Whatever. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. I, should we get into... I was going to say, anything else you want to talk about before we get into it? No, not really. Okay. Let's let's get on with like the segmented stuff, because I'm just like a disheveled yeah, yeah. wreck today. So let's just get in here with this. It's the 2021 Clone Cast. Clone name Bracket. All right, so... Um, we forgot to do the final four last episode. And so I just played it off like that's what we were doing the whole time. But no, we were supposed to do the final four last episode. So we're going to do the final four and the championship round all in this episode. So we do have a winner. Okay. But let's get through our final four matchups. So we had Ripper taking on Wet Spot. I'm sure you already have seen the results. Yes, so Wet Spot won uh, with, let's see here, 50. Or is that 69% of the vote? I think I wrote 69 or maybe that's 68. I don't know. I can't even read my own fucking handwriting. That's great. Um, And then we had Shocker taking on Flonaze. And Flonaze got the Garrick bump. (laughs) Shocker was winning until Garrick literally like tweeted. was like, everybody needs to vote for Flonaze. It's my my choice i think when i voted shocker was ahead by quite a bit yeah and there was like 30 votes yeah and it was like 70 percent to 30 percent, and then it got the garrick bump and it ended up winning with 68 percent of the <laughs> vote ridiculous. just mopped the floor with it <laughs> so we had our final round our championship round was flonase from the Athorian Historian, taking on Wet Spot from Matt from a certain point askew. Have you seen the results on this one? Yes, I have. Flonaze got the Garrick bump all the way to the championship. The Athorian Historian reigned supreme <laughs> with 57% of the vote. Flonaze. He was very happy with himself. Yes. So the Athorian Historian will be receiving a Jar Jar Pink's Black Series. <laughs> And an 8x10 of Kelsey Grammer that's signed by Adam and myself. 
So congratulations, Athorian Historian. Who else would win this fucking thing? <laughs> I know. I mean, really. I know. It's the goddamn Athorian Historian's world, and we're just living in it. All right. So that was our first contest. That was fun. It was fun. And now we got to come up with our next contest because we do have a bidet that we've been talking about on and off oh, for no. about a month. We don't have a bidet. We have the Lux bidet. No, we got two bidets now. Oh, you got one? They reached out to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so heads up to Clone Casanovas. All you got to do is tweet about Lux bidet. Like, tweet at their account. include at. At Lux bidet. Um, say like, and just say something like, great, like, wow, it's really, uh, this bidet is great. or so, Just any generic thing. They will literally Anything reach out to you. Positive. And just, yes. They will literally reach out to you and just be like, hey, you want one? <laughs> it was literally for my my tweet was they posted something. And I'm assuming it's just from their so, social media person that was like, could a bidet be considered a love language? And, oh, yeah. And I just replied. and I said, absolutely. And they're like, you want a free bidet? <laughs> That's all I talk. <laughs> Their business model is insane. Also, if you do reach out or tweet at Lux Bidet, uh, make sure you also just mention the Clone Cast because yes. we're trying to work in some sponsors. So yes, Clone Cast and Opus. Let's just like beat the shit out of that at Lux Bidet and Clone Cast. Yeah. So let's just really hammer it. We want them. I don't even want them to pay us. I just want them to say. We I sponsor want, the show. I want them to acknowledge us. Yes. Well, I mean, they have acknowledged us. Like, oh, it looks like, uh, you know, uh, you know, you're all your fans, whatever. But no, we want them to be like the official sponsor of the Clone Cast. And by sponsor, so they happy. don't have to pay us a fucking dime. I just want to have a sponsor. <laughs> you know, like it'd be great. Oh yeah. You don't have to pay us anything, and we'll just talk about it. Yeah. It's going to be great. Wet and wild, baby. It is It is a good bidet. It's a quality product. Oh. I've been using it for years. Oh, I'm feeling great. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never felt better. I'm never going back to the dry wipe. No. Definitely not. No. Hideous way to live. Yeah. It's disgusting. If anyone wants to really get out there, just reach out to their customer support and be like, I'm looking to buy a bidet. I keep trying to find the promo code for the clone cast and I can't find it. Oh, there you go. Maybe they'll send us uh I don't know. <laughs> also, Ithorian Historian, hit play like 70 times on this episode, and let's try to skew the numbers a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, Clone Castanovas. Let's get Lux Bidet. Let's have Lux Bidet be the official Clone Castanova sponsor. So much fun. Yes. It would be very exciting for us. All righty. So, speaking of Clone Castanovas, should we do a little listener appreciation? Yes. It's only because I'm so in love. No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. You're stuck with me, Sky Guy. Alrighty then. So, listener appreciation. Where else to start but then with the holy trinity of the podcast, Depressed Kenobi. Depressed Kenobi, just, I don't know. I'm still in awe that Depressed Kenobi has returned. Oh, I know. I'm so happy. It's, yeah, I mean, it's it's literally like peak excitement for me. I've been running high ever since Depressed Kenobi came back in. It was just, it was dark for a while. <laughs> it was so very dark. And, of course, mentioned constantly, 
never forgotten. The Athorian historian. And the final member of the Holy Trinity, the president of Norway. Why, that would be... You'll know! <laughs> it's becoming more... <laughs> At some point, it's just going to be like, You'll know! <laughs> you'll know, of course. Um, Eliza, a.k.a. Drop Magic on Twitter. Eliza actually sent us an email that we're going to get to here in a moment. JLE, the official artisan of the pod. You are a bold one. Celine in Perry, the Parisian princess. Uh, Jules at El Davio on Twitter. Liv, Darth Clink on Twitter. Um, they are big PS1 fans. Ah. Yeah, Liv sent over a PS1 pick. All right. So, yeah, the PlayStation 1. Yeah, well, I ordered it, baby. But I didn't get the original model. I got that smaller one yeah, that they yeah, released yeah. later on because I just found one for cheap. Yep. Yeah. I think that one's better anyway. The first one's huge. I'm just trying to play fucking, uh, not Rocket Jump. Why do I always, Jumping Flash demo. <laughs> I literally just want to play the demo. I don't even want to play the full <laughs> game. I just want to go to that one level that I used to just waste time on. It, like, all I do is just jump really high and, like, land on random objects. Yep. There's a whale that floats in the sky. <laughs> How great is that? It's a fucking whale. And of course. Traveling through hyperspace in my dust and crops, boy. I'm looking everywhere I go. The official retweeter looking of the podcast. One rural farm boy. Yada da 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 yada da 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 yada da da Alrighty, the four horsemen of the email apocalypse. The battle will commence sooner or later with Holy Trinity, but we have Wade, Death, Stephen, Feast, or Famine. Have not heard from Stephen in a week. Oh, okay. Uh oh. We're back into famine territory. Uh, we miss you, Stephen. And Joshua, the Archangel, the leader, war. Am I forgetting anyone? Yeah, you're forgetting someone. Am I? Yeah. Am I? <laughs> Am I? Hey. All right, Noah Blight. He's been a little shifty one on Twitter the last few days. I love it. He tried to correct me on my spelling of luster, <laughs> but he was like spelling it the ye old English way. <laughs> my way was spelled perfectly, so I took a screenshot and I just. He's like, Are you sure you want me on Twitter? And he like sent over. He was like, luster being, is... Um, being a shit poster was a job created for Noah. <laughs> it's perfect for I'm him. quickly realizing that. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, you sure he want me on Twitter? Um, <laughs> but I mean, if he wants to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with me, I'm a fucking like, legendary shit poster. So you can just go... If he wants to battle, <laughs> yeah, I'll join up with the fucking Holy Trinity. I'll take all you motherfuckers on. What do you think of that? Eh? And of course, Isaac. Isaac might be listening. Who knows? Isaac might be listening to this one right now, tomorrow, when this yeah. releases. Probably not. But soon enough, Isaac will be completely caught up. When's the last time he checked in with you on his progress? Uh, episode 74 within the last week. Okay. So, is that some time? I mean, this is episode 80. He burned through those things. He's a powerhouse. A real <laughs> powerhouse. <laughs> And, of course, the Padawans Podcasting Network, our partners, Wayfinder Pod, at Wayfinder Pod. Uh, Ty, thanks for hosting that spaces where my uh, I couldn't hear anyone and I kept talking. I probably looked like a real asshole, so that's great. I'm going to sue Twitter. I'm fucking suing them. Threw me off. 
threw me off. I'm somebody that uh, when I get embarrassed in any sort of way, I think about it for like three years. <laughs> yeah. I'm still thinking about the time at the sixth grade dance where I ran around backwards to Macarena. <laughs> I thought it was cool to run I'm around sure it backwards. Was yeah, but once I realized like that was stupid, and even though I was a sixth grade, I still think about it this day. I'll just be like driving randomly, and I'll be like, ah, fuck. Why did I run backwards to the Macarena in 1996? Yeah, sixth grade's a rough age. Yeah. Uh, from but, a certain point, what? I was going to say, I did the same thing, though, where you have to, like, you have a thought and you have to kind of, like, shake it out of your oh, head. I got a lot of those. Before you think about it too hard? Yeah, I'm just, just like, riddled. ah! No, 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 no. <laughs> I am riddled with those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just pot marks ever, just potholes in my psyche that just, like, I, I drive over every now and then. <laughs> get jarred by them, you know? But running backwards, mm. I'm sure at the time nobody thought anything of it. No. Like, hey, Tom's been running backwards for 15 minutes. <laughs> and also, everybody is, anybody that did remember it has yeah. long forgotten it by now. Except for me. <laughs> yeah. And anybody that, you know, was there probably did something equally as embarrassing yeah. within that two, three hour span. Like, somebody probably pissed their pants. Um, somebody slow danced with a girl for the first time and had a, clearly had a massive erection. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just all these things. Of course. Yeah. But no, it's my cross to bear, baby. <laughs> uh, from a certain point of skew, at F-A-C-P-A-P-O-D. Um, Vader's thoughts, at Vader thinks. And, of course, the ladies over at the Jar Jar thinks pod. Laura, Michaela. Hey, Michaela, how's it going? Uh, Michaela and I are going to watch uh, Space Wars together. <laughs> <laughs> and Jess. So, thank you to all of our listeners. I think we got some new ones, and we had a tweet come through yesterday. I forget the handle. We'll have to get to it. They're on, like, episode, like, 40. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, But... People, you know, and they said, it's getting so good. And I was just like, <laughs> yes. Are they talking about the Clone Wars or the Clone cast? It's tough to say. Yeah. But I mean, that's the way I, I looked. Think, I, I think we're following the same arc that the Clone Wars yeah. does. Hey, man, people are people are digging, though. Yeah. Oh, it's fun to have fans. <laughs> we, we really appreciate you all. Noah's also giving me shit for saying at some point we might have to change up the way we do listener appreciation. Yeah. This little fucking Noah. He's oh, a rascal. I'm taking him on. <laughs> I am joining. I'm the fourth member of the Holy Trinity. I'm like their. I'm like their. Uh, I'm their. They're they're ethereal spirits, and they strengthen me. I'm like fucking He Man. You know, like they come into my body like that fucking sword or whatever. You have the power. <laughs> yeah, I have the power. Um, what is this thing doing? Something weird is going on here. Is this? There we. Go. I don't know. Anyways, uh, should we get to the mailbag? Yeah. All right. Message after the message. Greetings, exalted one. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm glad we changed this. Although, now that we don't have the disclaimer, people are going to be like, why is Zelda playing? (laughs) Who cares? Triumphant. (laughs) Ah, so, one of the OG clone cast notes wrote in. This is our first email from Eliza. Yeah. So Eliza wrote in, Hey, Clonecast, I've never sent in an email, mostly because after work days, my brain can only handle communication in 240 characters or less. But now that I'm quarantined for the next week, I figured I'd finally email, especially because it makes you so happy to get them. Now, I replied like, quarantine? I have not heard back. Okay. Um, but Eliza did tweet something today, so did, still in there. Did we get, do we have a location for Eliza? I'm not sure where Eliza is located. 
if they're in Canada, I know that they have like pretty strict quarantine oh, stuff. I do you... not believe the next paragraph leads me to they are not in Canada. Okay. However, I do have one note. There's a lot of East Coast slander going on. First oh, yeah. Delaware and now Philly. Rude. And the funny thing is we slandered Delaware like as that email <laughs> came in. Like this email came in as we were recording the last episode and we slandered Delaware in that episode. So, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, Eagles fans are great. Destructive and insane, but fun. Mm. <laughs> Seriously, though, get drunk with an Eagles fan. You will quite literally see Philadelphia in a whole new light. They have a jail cell <laughs> in the bottom of their stadium. Not the new stadium. The old stadium. <laughs> Veterans Memorial, they had it. They don't have it at Lincoln Financial. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come on. Fucking. <laughs> this guy dare. thinks he's a How sports fan. I. You listen to this asshole. All right. Sorry. I don't think I'm a sports fan. I'm kidding. I would never consider. I'm joking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're like the fucking people that don't understand me saying Boba Fett Starship <laughs> ten fucking times. It's like one. I almost, I almost like uh, subtweeted some of them. Like, actually, it's Jango Fett Starship. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to engage with them. Yeah. Anyways. Where was I? Also, if you come for New York next, you may be inviting an actual war. Just fair warning. Maybe I don't think we've ever said anything negative about New York. No, I love New York. Oh, it's a great place. Have you been there? I think we've talked about it. I mean, I've been to New York State. I haven't been to New York City. Okay. Yeah. I've been to Cooperstown. Cooperstown. Yeah. (laughs) Baseball. I've been to New York City three times. Look at this guy. It's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you back in the New York groove? Oh, yeah. When you land, do you get in the New York groove? Listen to that song on a loop. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, no. What is it? Which version? Is it Ace that does that song? Ace Freely has, he had a he had a big hit with uh, Back in the New York Group on his solo album. Yes. Um, But I think it was originally a band called. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I think it was actually, was it the band that did Ballroom Sweet? I think it was Sweet. Oh. Yeah. Ballroom Blitz. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think. Don't quote me. I could be wrong. Um, really glad Tom's enjoying the canon books. That excerpt in Queen's Peril is a favorite. Oh, it's a good excerpt. <laughs> oh, we love a Kenobi sateen drop, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. However, that means you're coming up pretty close to the Dark Disciple, which you are not allowed to read until after you finish season five. I'm sorry, but it's so much better if you wait. So I'm going to take Eliza's advice, and I'm going to go back into my Legends journey, I guess. Yeah. Maybe I'll read one of those other nonfiction books yeah. that I've been sitting on for a while. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can step away for a little bit. I still have – I'm finishing up Catalyst by James Luceno right now, which is canon, and then I can do The First Thrawn by Timothy Zahn. I was going to ask when that's in the lineup. I believe that's Ascendancy or Chaos Rising. I, can't, I don't know the top of it. But then after that, it's Dark Disciple is, like, the next one. Okay. I think that one and The First Thrawn are interchangeable as far as when. Okay. So I can do The First Thrawn. Then I'll have to take a break until we get through season and five. Dark Disciple, that's a like standalone, right? Or are there like follow-ups that tie in directly to it? I believe that's a standalone. That's what I thought, too. It has to do with Ventress and uh, Hopper. Quinlan Voss. Yes. Yes. Um, so I'll have to hold off on that for a little bit, which is fine. That's fine. Um, also, to add my voice to the Star Wars Lego discussion... <laughs> if you're looking for a relatively cheaper price point, Luke's X- X-Wing is also really fun to build. More expensive, but my favorite recent build was the USC R2. His head houses a little lightsaber. It's great. I think that's the one you were talking about. Yeah. yeah. And we literally talked about that, I think, last episode, As too. this email As probably this email came, came in. in. Yeah. Also, I regularly flirt with the idea of dropping $800 I don't have on the USC Falcon. 
Non-Star Wars sets, the Infinity Gauntlet was really nice, and I just spent way too much money on the new Daily Bugle set. This is the most expensive therapy strategy my already expensive therapist has come up with. <laughs> By the time we get sets that tie into Kenobi, I just won't eat for the rest of the year. It's fine. <laughs> I'm with you. It's totally true, too. Oh, I've also, like, have you bought any of the Mario sets? No, uh-uh. Now, they, their, their minifigs look funky. Well, that was a recent thing. I think, like, in the last few years, that was, like, a new line that came out. Because, okay. like, there are certain Mario characters in the Lego sets that have, like, almost like a video face. Yeah. And, like, as you move it, its face, like, changes Well, they remind me of, like, the Duplo characters, yeah. which are, like, the Legos for, like, three-year-olds. Yeah. You know, like, just the giant, you know, the ones that they can't eat. Yep. Basically. Um, so, and as a parting gift, if you haven't already seen it, in reference to your Dave Filoni tell us who Corky's parents are request, this video is particularly damning. Did you watch that video? Yes. Well, Thanks. I watched it a while ago. Oh, so you, you did not. I had seen it, uh, a month or so ago. Okay. Um, I actually saved a clip from it. Okay. Uh, why don't we just go ahead and listen to it? I'm, I'm probably going to want to introduce it with this. Ooh. Um, So yeah, this is Dave Filoni It's a conversation, it's like a roundtable discussion And Filoni heavily insinuates something here Yeah, he does So I don't even think you really It it hits you right in the face Let's take a listen Well, I don't know if I should say the joke about Corky that I have Because it would set the fan world ablaze with interest (laughs) So I'll always hold that. <laughs> I, know, I know this one. This is one I remember. It's Matt Lanter. Yeah, I do know this one. I'm so no, tempted, no, it's but not I'm not going to do that. Yeah, there is a lengthy email chain between Dave, myself, and some other people on the show yeah. trying to map out the family tree, and, and Dave took it in a in a path that none it's of us expected, and we thought, no, let's let's not address that. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of fun yes. logistically, but... Okay, no, that was Sam Whitwer. Uh plays Maul. Oh, that also right. plays Starkiller in the Force uh, Unleashed series. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was Sam Witwer talking. Um, so, you know, in that conversation that they're referencing there, he was like, well, maybe Obi-Wan is the dad for Corky. Yeah. Because they confirm that it's a that's a short clip of about like a three minute clip. They confirm that Bo-Katan, not Corky's mother. So, you know, and. I don't know. He says, like, hey, at Clan Kreese, I have, like, a whole thing going on here and stuff. And, like, I get, you know, but I don't know. All it takes is it takes one nod from George Lucas mm-hmm. to, like, make something canon. Like, literally, I just watched a, uh, like, uh, I remembered watching a featurette on, like, sound design on the extra features in the attack of the clones dvd yeah so i found it online and i watched it and it shows some like behind the scenes stuff of like george in the room with sound guys sure <laughs> and do you remember when they're, they're doing the coruscant chase and obi-wan kind of like speeds by uh as he's hanging off of someone and an alien sees him and goes what the yeah and like like swerves out of the yeah. way it yeah. shows the creation of that and it was just george going Oh, wouldn't it be funny if an alien said, what the? Like, you know how sometimes you see something and you go, what the? Why don't we? Well, let's have an alien say that. And that's like how it ended up sure. in the movie. I mean, we've talked about it before. Um, it was actually 
in a Duchess episode, I believe, how we found out Obi Wan, how Obi Wan was determined that he was from Stu John. Oh, Stu John, yeah. He was literally in an interview with John Stewart, and just on a whim was just like, "Yeah, he's from Stu John." Yeah, he's from the planet Stu John. Like, <laughs> going back to the other thing that uh, I've heard about George, how he just likes taking one takes. Mm-hmm. Um, the person that plays uh, uh, Zam, the shape shifting bounty hunter. Yeah. Um, she does some ADR afterwards, so she comes in and records her lines so they can dub them in. Yeah. Um, and she does one, and everyone was like, wow, that was great. That was great. And then the guy that was in charge of, like, doing everything, Matthew Wood, uh-huh. uh, it was like, okay, let's, that was, that was fantastic. Let's just get one more. And as soon as he said that, George turned around and goes, what? Like, we don't need one more. <laughs> <laughs> and it took Matt Wood to be like... Well, I, it would make me feel a lot more comfortable if I just had another one. And mm-hmm. They got another one, and he was like, okay, cool. I can sleep easier now. Wow. George I, loves one takes. I know. Loves it. And Matt Wood, that guy, he's the guy that ended up playing Grievous. Playing Grievous instead yes. of Gary fucking Oldman. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You got a movie that's, you know, you get save got to cut the budget somewhere. In these special features, he's just like a nerd that is holding a microphone up to like m- heavy machinery to collect sounds for Ben Burt. He awesome. goes from that to playing General Grievous in the next movie. That rules actually. <laughs> so awesome. Hey, he did a great job. Yeah. Grievous is a hell of a voice. And he voices all of the I think he voices Grievous Battle Droids, right? In the Clone Wars and all of the Battle Droids. In the in the movies, uh, no, in the in the series, yeah, oh, okay, all right, I think that's right. Yeah, and they sound a little different. When I was rewatching the prequels, they sound a little different than they do in the series. Yeah, um, especially like Phantom Menace, like it's completely. Oh yeah, well they don't get like a personality no. until Revenge of the Sith. Correct. Um, so yeah. So some good stuff from Eliza there. Uh, we'll be broke together. I mean, these Kenobi Lego sets, they will ruin me. Oh, yeah. Ken- Kenobi merchandise is going to be... Whoa! Legos, it's a harsh mistress. Oh, it's a beauty. It's I spent be great. so much money on them. <laughs> and I'm still happy with all the purchases. Well, there you go. As long as you're happy with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, should we do the time warp? Yes. All right. She bought a bread. Thank Eliza one more time. Thank you for writing in. It yes. does. It makes us so happy if you, to hear from any yeah, of you guys. I'm glad that you noticed how how happy the emails make us. <laughs> so if you're a clone cast and over that has not written us at clonecastpod at gmail.com. Yeah. What are you waiting for? <laughs> you can make our miserable lives just a little bit brighter. <laughs> All right, so what do we got for an air date on this bad boy? So, Escape from Cadavo, uh, September 1st. Oh, nope, that is not correct. Uh-oh. Uh, January 6th, 2012. There we go. Okay. New year. All right, new year, new movie, new number one song. Which one do you want to do first? Let's do the song. Okay, so this is a group that had quite a little run there, 2011 and 2012. Uh, one of them is related to Barry Gordy of Motown fame. Oh, 
Um, and I would say this is actually their second biggest hit. They had a, a song that was much bigger than this, even though this one is number one in America. That's about all I can give you. Are they still relevant? No. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm sure they can still get work, but I would not say they have been relevant on the pop charts in quite some time. I can't remember if this is back at around this time, but is it the band Fun? It is not fun. <sighs> Are you ready for it? Yeah. Or is it, what's the pump, Pumped Up Kicks band? That's Foster the People. Is it Foster the People? No. Oh. This is LMFAO. Oh. I'm sexy and I know it. I'm sexy and I know it. He works out. Okay. Um. Now they're more, I would actually say that's probably their second because they had the party rock anthem, if you'll remember. Yeah. Every day I'm shuffling. How is he related to Barry Gordon? I don't know. One of them is, I think they're like either, uh, I can't remember if he's like his son okay. or if he's his uncle. All right. Red Foo, I think his name is. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. We do have a new number one movie in America as well. This one, I fucking, good luck, man. Should I just tell you? I don't even know. Give me like one clue. It's a horror movie. Okay. It's called The Devil Inside. Okay. Who's who's in it? I don't remember. I just looked at it. I was like, I hate this. I, I like I've <laughs> never been a huge horror no, guy. Me either. I don't think you have it too. But like every once in a while, there's like one of those horror movies that's like, how is this even a thing? Yeah. Um. This is one of those uh possession type. Yeah. Yeah. There's that one. I see it all the time because at anytime there's a list of like, uh, every, like. Horror movies set in each state. Minnesota always has, I think it's called Jennifer's Body with Megan Fox oh, is or that something like here? that. I guess. I've never seen uh, it. but I've never seen it either. But that's like one of those horror movies that it's like, what? Well, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I should watch it if it's set here. Hey. Megan Fox. Ooh, she's a fox. <laughs> she's a good looking lady. She can get a slow dance. Yeah. Oh, she can get a slow dance. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got anything else? Nope. We've already gone for 46 minutes. We should probably do the episode. Do it. Hello. 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 Charles. Beautiful. <laughs> it's really beautiful. Before I get emotional. Feels like I'm at a police officer's funeral. Yep. It's a, it's a beautiful song. <laughs> it is. Ooh, yeah. Brings a tear to your eye. Yep. It really does. Now, just a massacre. <laughs> just, I'll talk about it. I mean, it's very confusing to me. Um, So, let's just get right into it. We've got Escape from Cadavo. This is Season 4, Episode 13. Um, Where we left off... Uh, Obi-Wan uh, had been captured, Ahsoka is captured, everybody's captured, Rex is captured, and Anakin is now the bodyguard for the queen of Nigeria. <laughs> the, the way we left things, Anakin was riding off on the back of a lizard with the queen. Yes. <laughs> Just gliding away on their flying squirrel lizard. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like a flying squirrel. So where we start, we're at like a foundry of some kind, and this is where Obi-Wan has been brought. Uh, we see Obi-Wan and Rex and a bunch of Togruta. They're shoveling coal. Uh, we got Fat Cat. Yeah. Um, do we have a name on Fat Cat, Handy? Yeah, that's uh, 
Keeper Agris. Keeper Agris will be known as Fat Cat for the rest of the episode. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna go with Agris. Fat and Cat. This guy. <laughs> that He's guy. something else. Um, so he comes by and he's kind of mocking Kenobi and, um, you know, he's like, ah, blah, blah. I don't remember what he fucking said. I watched it days ago. It doesn't matter. He's a fat cat and he's an asshole. Now, the nice thing about him is he's got like a floating chair. Yeah. He's got, he's got like Thanos's throne. Yes. Yeah. It's hilarious. Actually, (laughs) we'll get to it. (laughs) Delaney level. It's so good. Um, but Obi-Wan begins, like, musing out loud about the broken spirits of the people around him and stuff. And, like, Slaver comes by, like, speech is forbidden and starts, like, whipping Obi-Wan. And then, like, the Togruta around him gets whipped. And they're like, hey, if you beat misbehave, these Togruta are going to be the ones to suffer. Obi-Wan gets shocked. It's just, like, everybody's getting their ass kicked. They, they found Obi-Wan's weakness, which is other people. Empathy. Yes. yes. <laughs> and other people. And then, like, after all this, like... Just, you know, whipping Obi-Wan and whipping the Togrut around him for him just having the audacity to even speak. Um, one of the Togrut is like, get away from me, Jedi. You're like bad luck or something. Yeah, he was like, like, Jedi only cause pain. Yeah, and I was like, oh, and no. And then Obi-Wan looked at Rex and like Rex looked like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Rex had a look that was just heartbreaking. Yep. Um, so uh, we're going to get our first clip. And this is actually going to be Dooku with Darth Sidious, a.k.a. Pelps. A.K.A. Ian Abercrombie on a hollow. Let's take a listen. Long have Sith empires been built upon the backs of slaves. To carry on this tradition, we will require millions. I assure you the Queen's defiance will not sour your plans, Master. If she fails to see the error of her ways, end her rule. Okay, so... Her defiance, at first I was like, what defiance? That's what I wrote down, too. But then I was just like, oh, it's Anakin. And she's taken a liking to Anakin, and she's given him his lightsaber, and she's... Because I remember in the last episode, she says, like, Count Dooku wants me to just, like, kill you. Um, So, the fact that the Jedi are still alive, I think that's the defiance they're referring to. Yeah. And (laughs) when they cut to... uh that scene from the mines looks like business is still booming uh, on Zydaria. Yeah. There are just a ton. There are more ships lined up to get into Zydaria than there are to get into Coruscant. Yeah. So that is it. Duke is actually in the solar sailor. They're entering the atmosphere of Zygeria. Um, so we get to Anakin. He's walking with the queen. Um, she's still trying to sell him on the whole, like, Hey, I'll let your friends go. If you just, like, commit yourself to me to she being... She is just smitten. Yeah. It's like I said it last episode. You're a fucking cat. Like, what? He's not showing you any interest whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> You're not mentioning getting rid of, you know, like, freeing the 50,000 Togrutans that started yeah. this whole thing in the first place. So what, what What? about this offer is so enticing to him? I don't know. I... I don't get it. I don't get what about the offer is enticing to her. Like, is she that in love with Anakin after meeting him for like five minutes? Yes. And it was hilarious because like we talked about last week, he walked in and she was immediately like, oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. And like the funny thing, you couldn't even see him. It's like his entire <laughs> face was covered. There was nothing about him. She was just like, holy shit. You know, like, just like immediately floored as soon as he walked in the throne room. 
Yeah, that guy must be putting out a pheromones or something. Yeah. It was crazy. Maybe he uh, like marked his scent or something like that. She's the queen of a kingdom. Yes. She's throwing it all away for someone that she met 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Although it tracks with Anakin and his love life. Yeah, it is true. You know, I mean, this is very, you know, like, oh, we, we you know, we interlocked our pinky fingers <laughs> 20 minutes ago. Let's get married. <laughs> but also, what is going on in his head? And well, we can get into it later, but I, I don't get this. I, I mean, don't get it. If I was Anakin, I'd be like, hey, you let all the Tragutans go. You let all my friends go. You show proof of it. You got a deal. And then you can... You're a fucking Jedi, man. You'll get out of there. You'll figure it out. And they're not just going to leave you there. Yeah. Like, this would be a great deal. Yeah. I just feel like she's not giving them the Togrutans. And we just heard Dooku and Pelps. Like, they want millions of slaves. Yeah. Millions. So, I don't think those 50K Togrutans are getting out. Yeah. I think slavery was always the plan in Palpatine's mind. Yeah. Which I find odd because Dooku, like, really, and I've said before, he looks down on this sort of thing. Yeah. It is not his thing. Like... Feudal lord, maybe. Yeah. But, nah. Nah. Um, yeah. So, uh, R2 is just, we see him just rolling around the streets. Like, <laughs> R2 is the only free one at this point. <laughs> R2 fucking rules. Um, so, R2 is just kind of, he's keeping his distance. He's rolling around the streets, but he's keeping his eye on Anakin. And he's, you know, he's formulating something here. R2 has always got... Just he's always got a plan. His mind's always moving. Always. Gears are always turning. Yep. So our our next clip here is gonna be the queen. She's gonna get notified of Dooku's arrival. So let's take a listen. My queen, I bring word. Count Dooku is on his way here. <sighs> Sooner than anticipated. Make preparations for his arrival. So even you have a master. Dooku is not my master. Perhaps you should not attend this meeting. Can I trust you not to run away? I don't run away from anything, Your Highness. <laughs> yeah, so... I love how Anakin thinks he's going to, like, fax and logic her to death. Yeah. Like, oh, so you have a master, too, or something. You know, like, dude... She does not give a shit about that. Nope. Anakin, I don't know. So uh, I believe he just turned over his lightsaber as well again, right? Yeah. Like she only wants him to have it when he's in her presence, I guess. I think that's it. And he did a move too where he like held his lightsaber up to her. Yes. Like he was threatening her when he said he doesn't run away like from anything. Like he could anything. have ignited and it would have gone right through her face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the guards were like, hey. <laughs> um, so... After she takes off to head to meet it with Dooku, like, the Zygerian guards are kind of giving him some trouble, kind of just, like, pushing him, like, hey, and it's at this point that R2 decides to join the free and just rolls in and kind of distracts them briefly. For a second, I thought R2 was just going to wheel up to him and do the oil move. Yes. <laughs> Light them both on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that would be better. Uh, oh, can you imagine the stench? Oh, my God. Of all that burning hair. All that hair. burning hair. <laughs> oh, um, so R2 rolls in and distracts him, and while that's going on, Anakin jumps off a ledge. Just, like, jumps out of there. And I'm just kind of like, why now? Is this, like, the first second you've had alone? I, I just... Apparently. Like, how long has it been? That's Because we literally just saw Obi-Wan already at the foundry, like, knee-deep in, you know, in doing work and stuff. Yeah. So, how long has this been? I know. It's like, did this take course over a day or yeah. over, like, a month? Yeah. 
and Anakin, I just find it funny. Like, okay, now's the time that I'm going to escape. Yeah. I don't have my lightsaber anymore. Now I'm going to escape. Maybe he senses his girlfriend's in danger. I guess. I don't know. So one guard goes off to find Anakin and the other one stays. Why? I don't know. Like one guard's like, hey, go, go down there and go find him. He just jumped like 200 feet in the air too, by the way. Like they're on a higher level in like the palace area and he just jumped down to like the floor of Agrabah here. <laughs> so <laughs> he's going full Aladdin, you know, like one jump ahead of the bread line. <laughs> you know, he's doing that thing. Um, but yeah, so one guard goes down and the other one stays. Um, and like once that other guard runs off, Anakin just hops back up and it looks like he just like, he just went barely over the edge, waited. He's doing for, like a Spider-Man. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> he, he hops back over and he throws the guard that stayed over the ledge. This guy falls a couple hundred feet at least. <laughs> yeah. And he does hit like uh, an awning that kind of like yeah, breaks like his a, fall. It's like Aladdin. He like falls through yeah. a, like a, a fabric awning and then yeah. falls on like and he a lands on like a, Yeah, he, hands, he <laughs> lands on some fruit. I'm sorry, but this guy's dead. <laughs> but he's he, he for purposes of the show, he's not dead. He just like kind of gets knocked unconscious. Like after he lands, he like looks up for like oh, and then he just kind of passes yeah. out. I, if this was real, he'd be dead. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know how that awning is going to help him that much. Um, so it's at this point. <laughs> so Anakin is going to go and head to the throne room, and he tells R two to go find Ahsoka. R2 just hits the boosters and takes <laughs> off. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> For a second, I thought Anakin was going to hop on R2's yes! back and ride away. <laughs> it was so great. R2 just fires out of there. Like, R2 is on one right now. Oh, my God. We are getting some really solid R2. Oh, yeah. R2 was waiting to ignite those bad boys. <laughs> he was just waiting for the word, like, to go, hey. Go find Ahsoka. If I had an R2 and I knew about those rocket boosters, I would never walk again. I would be like Fat Cat. I'd be yeah. using R2 to get everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's fucking great. <laughs> Man can fly. Yeah. Um, so our next clip is probably the longest clip of the episode. It's about two minutes. This is going to be Dooku and the Queen uh, conversing and discussing um, Dooku's perceived shortcomings and her strategy here. I wasn't expecting you, Count. Not without an invitation. But I was invited by your faithful advisor. He's concerned over how attached you've become to Skywalker. Skywalker is a symbol of my... Our power to enslave even Jedi. Your power over him is an illusion. You forget. I was once a Jedi myself. You have little in common with Anakin. Please, hear my plans for the Jedi, then decide. Right now, at my facility in the Kadavo system, Obi-Wan Kenobi is in despair. I'm listening. Kenobi is coming to realize, perhaps for the first time in his life, that his efforts to help others will only injure them. <laughs> As plans for escape and hopes of rest, we're getting some shots of Obi Wan. The knowing fear that he will never be able to take action will grow in Kenobi's heart. To ease the burden of his fellow slaves, defiance will become compliance. When Kenobi realizes he cannot help those around him, 
His spirit will break, and he will be mine. If such Jedi as Skywalker and Kenobi can fall, how many others will follow? Hmm? <laughs> imagine, imagine an army of Jedi in your service. Zygeria will be invincible. A most ambitious plan, your highness. Only my goal is not the enslavement of the Jedi Order, but its extermination. I've come to supervise their execution. Perform it if necessary. Now, summon Skywalker. Okay, so they are not on the same page. Also, I think Dooku realizes, like, the absolute, like, fallacy in this. Like, oh, it's yeah. just... She is way, and we said in the last episode, she's like way overconfident about her abilities to break a Jedi this spirit. This is like, it reminds me of Austin Powers when Dr. Evil is talking about the grand plan he has to execute Austin Powers. Yeah. And then so Se you just shoot him? Seth Green is like, why? I have a gun in my room. Why yeah. don't we just come in here, shoot him in <laughs> yeah. the head? Like, that's the role Dooku is playing. In yeah. This. It's like, no, 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 no. We're not going to all that trouble. Yeah. Dooku's very pragmatic here. It's just like, yeah. this is this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is she is in love with Anakin. Yeah. And she needs his friends alive to her for her to have any power over him whatsoever. So this is just how it is for her. Yeah. Um, so Dooku's here to lay down the law, I guess. Also, that clip that we got of Obi-Wan kind of downtrodden in, in the mines. <laughs> trying to, like, eat a piece of bread or something. That's there? when I asked you to pull that song. Because the background noise in... What song? The Indiana Jones one. This one? Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. The background noise in that clip is, like, straight out of this scene in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Well, I mean, it's both Lucasfilm. Do you think maybe they oh, just... Listen to that. You think they might have lifted it? Well, listen to those horns, baby. <laughs> it's so good. This is called the Slave Children's Crusade. It's so great. It's a catchy little ditty. Yeah. John always, Williams fucking rocks. This is the song, too, that I always thought, every time that I hear the theme to The Mandalorian, uh, I hear that song in that theme, too. Sure. Yeah, it's a, it's catchy. Like, John Williams, can he do any wrong? No. No, it's insane. Can't. It's unbelievable. It's insane. Like, there's a lot of good like composers out there as far as you know for the movie magic. <laughs> you know, I uh, mean, you got your, you got your Danny Elfman. Yeah, you got your uh, Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Uh, but they all pale in comparison. John Williams is instant gravitas. Yes, J. Will, baby. There's a movie that I watched. I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't a like super well-known movie mm -hmm. it was like something that you wouldn't think john williams does the soundtrack to but like i was watching it and i was like huh that kind of sounds like that kind of sounds like a john williams score and then i looked it up and like sure enough he scored it and it made me realize it automatically made the movie better oh like, yeah that taken out it would have been a terrible movie yeah imagine star wars without john williams yeah impossible yeah impossible the music is such a big part of it yeah i mean god just like all the iconic scenes um obviously the opening titles yep um luke watching the two sunset it just it makes it feel just 
That's what makes it feel like an epic. Yes. That it is. Yes. Without the, you could have gone another way and it would make Star Wars feel like a much smaller movie. Oh yeah. Imagine Duel of the Fates. Well, I mean, imagine the mall fight without Duel of the Fates. Oh yeah. I mean, God, that fucking shit, the way it hits. Also, Obi-Wan and Anakin on Mustafar. Oh, God, yeah. dude. Just everything. Battle of the Heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, ah! <laughs> now, imagine it with this. I'm sexy and I know it. Not, it doesn't hit the same, does it? No. Still good, but yeah, still great. Not the same. <laughs> still incredible. Um, so we get to Ahsoka's cage, and there's lots of pterodactyls. We had one pterodactyl last episode at the end of the episode. There's like five now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anakin and R2 show up. Um, they break her free. Anakin, you know, pulls her cage in there, and he does a little, like, force, fancy force, pulls it in. Um, and Ahsoka and R2 are ordered by Anakin to go find the ship. Get the ship ready. We're going to get the hell out of here. Anakin is going to head for the Queen to find out Obi-Wan's location. Um, the Queen knows where Obi-Wan is, so Anakin needs the Queen to find that out. And then Ahsoka, the thing that confused me, Ahsoka instantly uses the force and just, like, removes the shock collar that yeah. she has around her, her neck. Like, why would she not, unless they're trying to, like, fake that she's a prisoner. They're playing, like, the slow game or something, the long game, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't get it. And we Obi-Wan does it later, too. Yeah. Where he just, like, takes off his erect collar. As soon call. as, like, the moment's right, it's like, all right, well, all right. done with that. Yeah, I'm done being... This is just like some masochist shit. Like, yeah, I've been I've been getting a kick out of getting shocked and abused, but now's now's the time to move on. We got to move on from this. Um, so we get to uh, Dooku and the Queen back at the throne room, and they are arguing about Skywalker's fate. Um, it's at this point that Atai is that his name? Yeah, basically betrays the Queen, and it says, "Well, if you're not going to do it, then you are not fit to rule." Um, so Atai has had enough. Obviously, take you know, Atai, Atai is is on the level of Duke here. Atai is saying yeah. like, "This is stupid. Like, what do you think you're doing here?" Um, from a Atai standpoint, I completely see why he's doing it. Too. Oh yeah, totally. Like, he's got to be like, "What? What is going on here?" Yeah, and I think he probably has a thing for the Queen too. Yeah, maybe he's probably pissed. Yeah, Ooh, he's mad. Um, but um, it's at this point that so Atai's like, "Yeah, we're, we're removing you from power. This is ridiculous." Um, Dooku then force chokes the queen and as he's choking her, Anakin shows up and fights Dooku. Um, so Dooku now, I should have rewatched this episode. Anakin did not have his lightsaber at this point. No, Anakin picks up the whip that the yes. queen had and starts, uh, going after Dooku with it. Yeah. Also, and this is a part two I wrote, wrote down like, God, Dooku's so cool. Yeah. Just I said, the way that he like does the lightsaber yes. ignition and point at Anakin. Dooku's very fancy fighter. Oh, yeah. And just like dodging. And he just owns Anakin. It goes really quick. Um, it's at this point that the guards arrive and Dooku says the queen was murdered by the Jedi. Because like she's like <laughs> unconscious on the floor. It was great that Dooku instantly was like, uh, he did it. Yeah. And everybody just believed him. Dooku's brilliant. I mean, yeah. So Anakin has a calm thing, and he hits this calm, and he calms to Ahsoka, and he's like, hey, we got to get the hell out of here. So her and R2 head out there at the ship. Um, Anakin picks her up and just jumps out the window with her and jumps into the ship, and they get out of there. That was easy. Yeah, no kidding. Like, that was, you could have done this when, any time. <laughs> it was all very easy. I mean, you wailed that Dooku for a bit. You can't hit him, but... You got out of there pretty easy. I yeah, mean, they definitely took the path that is less traveled in, the, in plotting this one out. Yeah. 
Um, so our next clip is going to be on the ship as they're escaping. Um, Ahsoka, or not Ahsoka, Ahsoka and R2 are flying ship, and Anakin has a little conversation with the dying queen. Um, so here's that. Your Highness. No escape for any of us. Where is Obi-Wan? Tell me. Godavu system. You were right, Skywalker. <laughs> I am a slave. Just as you are. She dies. <laughs> so, but this is the part that confused me too, because Dooku threatened her before and Anakin said something like, oh, like I care about that slaver scum. Yeah. And like her face was like, uh, um, but are we, so, are they trying to make us feel bad for her? Like at the same time that she died, I was like, she's responsible for thousands of families being ripped apart. Yes. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And she's got fat cat just dropping to Grutas into a fucking volcano. Yeah. Like, I... She meets the love of her life, and then yeah. all of a sudden, everything turns around for her. Yeah. I love how he's like, your highness, too. Like, yeah. Like, is he just trying to curry, like, some last favor? That's, or is she... that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, yeah. is Anakin just pretending so he can get Obi-Wan's location? Yeah. Or does he actually have some kind of admiration for Pretty her? Pretty lucky that she survived for 30 seconds. Yeah. I, like... I mean, she was being force-choked, so I mean, I'm assuming she had a lot of, like, you know... Uh, oxygen cut off to her she's conscious yeah like i don't get why she dies yeah i had to i'm suspending disbelief somewhere i'm thinking maybe dooku at the same time he was like choking her was like squeezing her heart and maybe that uh, gave out yeah. or something who knows but yeah i mean so she's gone <laughs> bye yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> darn we'll give her one of these ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so we get to cadavo so cadavo is the prison planet um, the uh, pimple face planet. Yes. Um, Obi-Wan and Rex are brought before Fat Cat. Um, Dooku is on the hollow and he wants to say goodbye before Fat Cat puts them to death. <laughs> um, so Dooku's on the hollow and Obi-Wan is told that, hey, we're going to be putting you down now, Obi-Wan. Um, you know, the, the Separatists, they are really bad at executing people. Yes. Like how many times has it been like, all right, we're going to execute you now. Yeah. Next episode. We already watched because, you know, we... Oh, yeah. I got some stuff to say about that. Yeah. Like, inept. <laughs> they are inept at this. Yeah. Insane. Also, you're talking... Uh, you've brought up Chekhov's gun before. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're doing a little bit of Chekhov's gun with Fat Cat in his chair. Because he's the entire time. He's just, like, spinning around that room. I love Fat Cat. <laughs> Fat Cat rocks, dude. I mean, he's a piece of shit. But, man... That fucking chair is great. <laughs> One of the best little gizmos we've had. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, Anakin and Ahsoka land, and their, their ship is... They get off, and I mentioned these turrets, Chekhov's gun, from yep. the previous episode. How they immediately, like, trained on ships, like, landing? So they run out of their ship, and it immediately gets dusted by yep. turrets. Like, that ship is gone in about 10 seconds. Just fucking vaporized <laughs> by all these turrets. Um, Anakin, they get to some blast doors that are locked, and Anakin just begins cutting in. They can't get through. R2, like, poor little R2 almost gets shot by one of the turrets. One of his foot's get, yeah, foot gets his shot. his foot gets in. He's like, Wah! But he you know, does, he just, like, a thing where he puts his back up yeah. against the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but they, R2 doesn't have a port to plug in here, so yeah. they got to just cut through this blast I door. I love any time they do the, the like, cutting through a door with yeah. a lightsaber. Oh, it's a good cut. I told you that uh, when I was at Nerd and Out, that collectible store, yeah. they, I got to play around oh, with yeah, the yeah. Revan lightsaber. Yeah, when you Black put it series, up against a... You hold it up against the wall, and it makes the melty no- noise. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, Anakin begins cutting the blast doors. We get back to Duke, and he tells Obi-Wan on the hollow that the slaves will be executed if Anakin does not immediately surrender. So they bring up one of their cameras, and they there's a there's a little uh, screen there a little at the, at the entrance where Anakin's cutting in, and he comes in to Anakin, updates him. He's like, Anakin, this is a fight that you cannot win alone. Like, Obi-Wan's thinking, as they know, they can play off of his need, his empathy for these people. Uh, but he's like, this is a fight you cannot win alone. And Anakin just like, who said I was alone? And then all of a sudden, like a shit ton of cruisers drop out of hyperspace and a bunch of fighters launch. And Plo Koon is in one Whoa! of the fighters. Yes. And then it's at this point that Obi-Wan is just like, oh, okay. And <laughs> just takes off the collars from him and Rex. Just like snaps him off with the force. It's like, why now? You are literally about to be executed. You did not... Su- he was not showing any sign of, like, resisting his own execution. That's how much confidence they have in Plo Koon. Like, that's all you had to say. Yeah. Plo's there? Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, Plo really rallied the troops, <laughs> I guess. Anyways, Plo and Warthog, is that his name? Yeah, I think it's Warthog. Yeah. yeah. Big old Warthog. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Anakin and Ahsoka break in at this point, and Anakin right away, like, takes out his lightsaber and just offs three guards. <laughs> yeah. Like, cuts through them, and... Ahsoka gives him a look. Yep. Very weird. But she's like, oh, that was extreme. Because the last kill, he does like this back. It's really cool. Yeah. He does this like backstab right through the guy's chest. Typically, that's an Obi-Wan move. Yeah. Where he does the backward stab. Yep. So Ahsoka gives him a look. And it's it's just like an interesting brief little moment. Like, there's nothing is said. But just the way they Ahsoka looked, I thought it was interesting. And they're, yeah. They're, I, they're showing us something I there. took note of that, too. Yeah. Um, so we get to Plo and his fighter and he's just beasting on the cat fighters. The cats are in their fighters now too. Um, we're getting a little air battle. Um, but there's some turrets, those turrets that we know are super powerful because we just saw them off Anakin's ship. Um, they brutally take out a Republic gunship. And I mean, brutally because one of it, like the pilot that's in there, like a fucking bolt goes right through the wind and hits him right in the fucking head. It shows a couple of like hits along the side of it. And then it, the camera stops on the cockpit and yeah. it just nails the guy in the yeah. head. Yeah. So it's it was, crazy. Yeah. It was very violent. There looking. is something about this episode. And I even wrote it down like earlier on. I was like, there's some something in just the direction of this episode that just feels different. Like I don't, the camera work and like just the pacing of it. It sure. just felt different than the last two that we watched it's very the action is all over the place and it's very hard hitting and fast Mm -hmm. like i had a hard time with notes on this one and that's why i'm saying i should have watched it again yeah because there's just so much in these action scenes going on yeah like yeah it's it's very fast hitting very um i'm not going to say it's as good as arc troopers but it reminded me of arc troopers like all the shit that's going on oh yeah it's very action heavy and a lot of like storylines playing out at the same time uh, we get to Rex and Obi-Wan. They're in this control room where they're about to be executed, but now they're free, and they're just kicking the shit out of these cat people. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. Just wasting them. Yep. Um, so Fat Cat then, though, he goes over to the wall, and he turns on this, like, he hits a button on there, and they got cameras down in the Togrutin, where the Togrutins are being held. 
And he turns on like this electrified wall in their cell. Now, there's like 20 to Grutens in here. Just keep that number in mind. <laughs> but yeah, so he turns on this electrified wall. And so the Togrutans, they can't like get close up to the wall. And then it begins to retract. The floor begins to retract. And under them is, you know, we saw it in the last episode. Like if you if like this is built above like this giant gorge. So they're in the air. They're suspended in the air. And if you fall up, you're going to die. So they can't hug the walls because they're electrocuted. And the floor is slowly retracting. So they're basically screwed. It's just like a slow, as fast as this engine wants to turn, you know, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's at this point that um, Obi-Wan notifies Plo what's going on here. Like, hey, you know, like uh, we're in trouble here. We got to come up with something. Um, he's like, the turrets need to be taken out before the rescue cruisers can arrive. So they have rescue cruisers available for these Togrutans, but these turrets have to get taken out. So Anakin's like, hey, I'm going to go for the turrets. Um, Ahsoka is sent to go help uh, the Togrutans. Um, well, Ahsoka says, I'm going to go help my people. Yes. So Ahsoka's going there to help buy some time. Um, so Ahsoka arrives at the Togrutan cell. Uh, the floor is still slowly retracting, uh, retracting, and Ahsoka doesn't do anything here. We get quick back to Anakin. He breaks into one of the turrets and then just takes out the other ones with those turrets. Um, and then and we get some, some more execution from Anakin, too. He, like, slices yeah. two of the people that were inside the turret. Yeah, these cat people are just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, it, and I was wondering why... I don't know. I didn't gr really grasp why fire coming from the fighters couldn't take out the ray shields, but another turret can take out the ray shields i don't know yeah i just thought it was strange i don't know who knows whatever we'll just have to ignore that part <laughs> i guess um so we get to ahsoka and she's in the room with the tagrutans in their holding cell the floor is still retracting and this is going to be uh ahsoka's plan because the plan is still even though those turrets are taken out as we find out here still not going uh, up to par, so let's take a listen. We're all clear, Master Plo. Bring the cruiser down to the landing pad. Cancel that order, Master. There's no way to get the people out of the holding cell and up to the landing platform. But I have an idea. We need to have the cruiser move in underneath the facility. We can escape onto the ship if Admiral Coburn can get in close enough. You heard Commander Tano. I want the men topside with rocket packs and cable guns. Move it! Yes, sir! That's, that's Coburn, one of the admirals that's in control of the cruiser. So basically, they're going to fly ships like directly under this retracting floor, and they're just going to jump down on top of the ships. Um, that's the plan that they came up with. Uh, but we still have Obi-Wan and Rex dealing with old Fat Cat there. <laughs> For a second, I thought, I think it was in the last time we saw Fat Cat, after he like, smashed up the controls so uh -huh. they couldn't stop it. I guess for a second thought that he was just going to take his little flying chair and, like, escape on that thing. <laughs> just, like, fly away yes. on his chair. That would be hilarious. <laughs> just watching him leave atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> so he's on his chair in this control room. And apparently he has Obi-Wan's lightsaber, which, yeah, we did not know about until now. And these guys, they need to learn that when you have a Jedi's lightsaber, just fasten it to something. Don't just yeah. leave it willy-nilly hanging out someplace. But the fact that he has Obi-Wan's lightsaber and Obi-Wan can just break out of his shackles whenever he wants, the whole thing, it's like, why? what were you waiting for? Yeah. 
So Obi-Wan just force pulls his lightsaber from Fat Cat's chair. Um, and, like, they've taken out all of Fat Cat's guards. So it's literally, like, Fat Cat, Rex, and Obi-Wan in this control room. And Fat Cat's just, like, he's still not worried because he's like, hey, you won't kill me. You're a Jedi. Like, you're not going to kill an unarmed man or whatever. And, like, Obi-Wan gives Rex a look. <laughs> like, go for it, buddy. <laughs> So Obi-Wan gives Rex a look, and Rex just goes, I'm no Jedi. And Rex takes a spear and fucking throws it, this is Delaney style, and fucking pegs Fat Cat right in the chest. Very funny. But to top it off, when he fucking gets hit with the spear, his hover chair loses control. <laughs> We're going to have to post this clip. <laughs> It loses control in the control room, and he just flies right into a fucking wall. It launches into a screen. <laughs> it is the best death of season four thus far. Also, when Rex threw the spear, it kind of looked like he, like, kind of, like, fat cat kind of caught it. So it just looked like maybe it, like, just kind of, like, hit him and just hit kind of surface level. Yeah. But then it... He turns in his chair, and you could see it pierce all the way through. <laughs> Not only Fat Cat, but it's sticking out of the back of the yeah. chair, too. And the fact that the chair malfunctions, and he flies directly into a view screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a top five death. Yeah. It's up there. Yep. It was such a treat. We'll post a GIF or something yeah. like that. Oh, I, I bought a movie editing program. Okay. I can just rip everything yes. now, man. Oh, we're just going to post the clip. <laughs> we'll have to add something to it. Maybe I'll add some curb music yeah. again. <laughs> That'll be our thing. <laughs> That'll be our thing. So, yeah, Fat Cat, gone but not forgotten. <laughs> I will never forget Fat Cat. One of the most throwaway bad guys we've ever had. Just nothing to him. But his death was memorable as fuck. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Top I have not laughed this hard since the fucking Sprite tea episode. <laughs> when, that, when that principal or superintendent. <laughs> when the ship just knocks into him. And <laughs> We're going to have to, like, document, like, all the things that have made us just, like, die laughing. Oh and God. just put, like, a super cut on a it. Highlight you know? reel. Yeah, this is going to be a highlight reel at some point. Uh, so we get back to the uh, the Togruton cell, and a bunch of rocket troopers are showing up, and they're hitting tow cables. So Togrutans are just climbing down these tow cables onto the tops of the ship. And it's at this point where I was like, wait a second. There's like 20 of these people in here. Something like that, right? Yeah. They're supposed to be 50,000. <laughs> and you might be saying, well, Tom. They're elsewhere in this facility, and they'll be rescued. Okay, well, let's continue with our review then, shall we? So, some fall, but whatever. They they fall right onto the ship. They're fine. Um, you know, they get caught by some of the rockets, uh, some of the clones with the rockets. and But they're going to fall like 20 feet. I yeah, mean, probably be right Ahsoka there. did a move, too, where someone fell, and she jumped yeah. down and caught him. Exactly. Um, so, you're like, okay, so they're going to go back for the rest of them now. Because um, we've been told 50 thousand are being held here that's a couple of stadiums yeah and we got about 20 here yeah we'll be fair not fifty thousand. maybe there's fifty five zero so you're like okay well i'm just gonna assume that they're gonna rescue the rest of them we're gonna see this like the end of the episode is gonna be them just like transporting everybody out of there no a uh, bunch of gun gunships immediately 
destroyed the entire facility. Yeah. Well, and they say, like, we're all clear. You yeah. feel free to blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> so some Republic gunships come in there and just ice the place. It's gone. It falls into the bottomless pit. Yes. Whatever is in there is dead. Oh, yeah. Like, nothing survived this. There is one last shot, too, of Zygerians, like, looking up at it as it's collapsing on top of them, too. Yeah, so any slaves that have not been rescued are dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, then we're going to get to our last clip. <laughs> now, mind you, there was like 50, 5 zero maybe that got rescued here. Well, if now they... I can understand, like, you got to... 50,000 is a lot to animate. But they weren't trying to even, like, represent that many. Well... Maybe, like, we saw Rusty in his energy level in the last episode. If they all kind of have that level of energy, maybe they all just died out of, ex <laughs> out of exhaustion. Okay. Fair. But here's going to be our last clip of the episode. This is uh, them all back on the Jedi cruiser, and Rusty is going to talk with Ahsoka. I thank you, Jedi, and the Republic for saving our lives. Ahsoka is the real hero. He's still tired. Without her creativity, I don't think we would have gotten your people to safety. Indeed. Parawan Tano, might I have a word in private? Of course. Ahsoka, you have done a great deed for your people today. You're sad. Well, you and the Jedi have done your best, but I do not think our people will recover from this horror anytime soon. <laughs> no! I understand. You won't. But in the end. Surviving this will only strengthen the people. There's ten of them! <laughs> and perhaps the people of Kiros will also join the Republic. I think that's a wise sure, choice. Sure, why not? Them. You're all dead! <laughs> Where are they all? That's your episode. Um, now, it just may be like a thing, like it's really tough to animate that many, and yeah. you're just supposed to assume. But... I'm going to take this really literally. Like, they're fucking all dead. <laughs> it's a lot funnier to think of it that way. It's insane. And him th him saying, I don't think we're going to recover from this. Like, yeah, you're right. You're not going to. Well, him, and th him saying uh, the people of Kiros may now join the Republic. It's like, great. All 10 of you? Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be great for us. And one of them is just so tired. <laughs> it's just so... <laughs> Theoretically, maybe there were other gunships that were loading prisoners at the same time. Maybe there something. was other facilities that they went and liberated, yeah. too. Yeah. But, man, with what we're given, if you're a visual person, <laughs> I would say 20, max 50 survived. Low-end 20, high-end 50. Of a reported 50,000. <laughs> Why do you think I picked Amazing Grace? They're all dead. <laughs> this is a tragedy on the highest level possible. It's a destruction of an entire people. Uh, what the, the fuck? <laughs> the Jedi should not be chalking up chalking up a W for this. This for is this not one. a win. And it and the to just like put another layer on this, like just all these missing people that were not shown. They could have escaped whenever they. <laughs> wanted but they're just like hanging out for some reason he could have grabbed his lightsaber a million times anakin just like well i guess now i'm gonna fucking escape it's insane <laughs> it's so insane oh all right what did imdb give this one uh, <laughs> all right imdb imdb is giving 
Uh, Escape from Cadavo in 8.2. Okay, so the last one was an 8? Yep. All right. I mean, it was fun. Oh, it was yeah. a fun romp. I mean, probably one of the best deaths we've ever had. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fat cat. <laughs> but the mystery. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I know you probably have to use your imagination, but with what I have to go with, like, it's just a massacre. Oh, yeah. Like, something something is not right here. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but hey, it's an entertaining episode. I think it was time to end this arc. I'm ready to move on from yep. it. Uh, obviously, it is not Corel level arc, but it's still enjoyable. And like we said earlier, if this is like, if this is now the 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 bottom of the barrel, if like this is our Baseline. floor, yeah, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, I gave the first two a seven point five. This, I would say, probably is like a six point five for me, but I'm going to give it a seven point five. It's getting a full point for Fat Cat's death. <laughs> So I'm just going to go with 7.5 across the board on this series. On all three, huh? 7.5 on each one. That is, it was the funniest thing I've seen in a it was long really time great. on this show. So what do you got? I gave it an 8. Ooh. I loved this episode. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Every part of it. The pacing was great. Dooku showed up with his fancy You got Blow and a fighter. That last scene with the fighters was awesome. Yeah. This is what I want in an episode. This was great. And there could be an unsolved mystery spinoff. Yeah. I mean, it was like, it's got everything that you yeah, want. It had some continuity issues, but I loved this episode. Yeah. No, it was good. It was a good arc. Yeah. I mean, it, it like I said, it's not Corel level, but from where we've been, if this is the bottom rung, fucking sign me up. And typically, too, when like stuff doesn't work out and they have to kind of improvise, like when they have to, at the last second, be like, oh, no, maneuver the ship under and we'll do that. Yeah. Typically, it's a good sign. Like, that's, like, for the episode. Yes. It's like things, episodes that do that typically are pretty good. Sure. All right. So, an 8 and a 7.5. Always look on the light side of life. Da, 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 da. All right. The light side moment of the episode. Is there anything other than fucking fat cat? <laughs> Getting hit with a spear by Rex and then just losing control of his fucking hover scooter. Also, Rex's line, I'm no Jedi, yeah. was awesome. Yes. Well-deserved. I mean, well-delivered, excuse me, by Rex. So that's my light side moment. What's also, yours? his face is very animated, mm -hmm. like fat cats. He looks very cartoony. Yeah. So, it's like just, I said, he looks like the cat from Rescue it. Rangers. Yeah. I forget that cat's name, but there's like a bad guy cat in Rescue Rangers. It's like a fat cat. So it reminds me of what's your light side moment? Uh, my light side moment was Plo Koon does this move in his fighter that's like right out of Top Gun, where okay. he's uh, Warthog's in trouble. Like sure. as the fighters are shooting, one of them hits Warthog's engine, and it looks like Warthog's about to bite it. And then Plo says, "Our seven cut the engines," and then oh, his, yeah! his ship cuts. And he goes flying backward because yes. he's not powered anymore, and then fires him up once he's behind him, and then he takes yeah. out the takes out the fighters and saves cool. Warthog. Yeah, I it remember was that. Now. Awesome! That was great. All right, Plo Koon is a hell of a pilot. I love Plo Koon. Oh, me too. He is a I was good checking one. Checking out that Black Series today. Oh, that's a good purchase. That and Kit Fisto. I need a Plo Koon. Do they have a Plo Koon minifig in any sets? Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> if you only knew the power of the dark side. All right, uh, dark side moment of the episode. Um, I'm going to go with the early scenes of uh, just the Togrutans being tortured because they know it fucks with Obi-Wan's emotions, and that's how they're trying to break Obi-Wan. And also knowing that he could just break out of his bonds whenever he <laughs> yeah, wants yeah. just makes it all the worse. So, I don't know. I trust the general. You know, I trust Kenobi. General Kenobi! <laughs> so he knows what he's doing. It's just, it comes off as bad. But it's Obi-Wan. He's infallible. What do you got for a dark side? Um... Same scene as my light side, the fighter battle with the pilot guy shot in the head. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that was rough. And they're powerful lasers. Yes. And just right through the, the windscreen. Oh, yeah. Rough stuff. Yeah. Very rough stuff. <laughs> Thank you, Rex. Oh, no. Show me over. Got to get it up. Chee! Chibata bread. Chibata bread. All right, dark horse hero of the episode. Um, for me, I'm gonna go with Dooku, just being a fancy lad. Yeah, his dodging of Anakin is just so fancy. I don't know. He's just the most impressive fighter. The way he fights is so like regal. He has one arm like tucked kind yeah. of behind his back. Yes. <laughs> He's fighting. He's just like so regal. Like he fits the role of a count. Oh, very. To a T. Very much. Like he lives it. Yeah. You know? So that is going to be my Dark Horse Hero of the Week. A real piece of shit, but man, he's a fancy piece of shit. Yeah. Who do you got? Uh, Plo Koon. Plo Koon. so yeah. great. I love it. Like I've talked on like I've talked a lot about my admiration for Plo mm -hmm. and it just he keeps getting better. Plo does rule. Yeah. I mean, ever since... What was the episode where he was... The first one where he got Plo? I think it was the first Malevolence one. Yeah. Um, where he was in the... Um, where he was in the... Uh, in the escape pod. Escape with the pods with a few clones. And yep. he had to fight out in space. Yeah. Plo fucking rules, man. He's so cool. Oh. He's one of those Jedi, too, that's like a fucking Swiss Army knife. And he has a... He calls his crew the Wolf Pack. Yes. <laughs> and that Commander Wolf Black series... I think we're going to have to buy that <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's so good. All right. Yeah. So Plo Koon and Dooku. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. All righty. All star of the episode. I mean, R2 really deserves it again. And I know it's kind of like a running gag that we just give it to R2 every time. But every time... It's real. I mean, the way he took off on his rockets when Anakin was like, go find Ahsoka, he just fucking flew out of there, man. It was fucking sweet. We don't even need to do, like, the gag for this episode. No. Like, he was so great every time he's on screen. Absolutely. The Do yourself a favor and just watch him take off. And like, I know you've seen the rockets before, but he fucking took off. When it happens that quickly. Yeah, like, he was, he, like... He was like pus flying out of a fucking massive pimple. Like, it was just, he shot. <laughs> he just... And his move when he goes back up against the door. Yes. He's great. He is great. We love you, R2. A well-deserved all-star of the episode. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked? My parts are showing. My goodness. Okay. I'm a model. You know what I mean? Oh. My little turn on the kid. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 
catwalk on the catwalk yeah i do my little turn on the catwalk all right good hood who was looking hot on Kadavo or zigeria who's who's hottie spicy all right sorry um I'm going to give it to Fat Cat just for the way he rolled around in his stupid fucking hovered chair. <laughs> oh my God. Like, honestly, I can't stress enough. This fucking bad guy sucks. Like, he's just such a throwaway bad guy. He's just a fat cat. Like, just the laziest fucking... He's shown us nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. You don't really even, like, get to hate him because it's just like, I'll break you. I was like, no, you won't. I don't, you never feel threatened by him. I don't think we saw him walk the whole arc. He no. never left the chair. He did get out of his chair to hit the button. Oh, and then he hopped that's back right. in the that's chair. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I have it in my notes. Um, But yeah, I mean, <laughs> the chair is fucking gold. And just the death. Oh, my God. The beautiful, beautiful death. Yep. I'm giving it to him. Who do you got? I'm going with the Togruten people. Okay. Just like design-wise, I think it's cool seeing the uh, sure. adult grown-up Togruta. Yeah. And it's a cool design aspect to have something like Liku that get larger as oh, yeah. they grow older and stuff. Yeah. The male Togrut and Liku are interesting. Yeah. They're very, they're like a big mane. They grow like wide. Yeah, they grow wide and tall. It yeah. looks like a like a lion's mane, like a big puffy mane. Yeah. And they're the very cool looking. The females, the bottom ones, get really long. And there was yes. one that I saw that actually, like, ha they're so long that she, like, had them, like, tied tied together. Interesting High Republic, uh, Jorah Mali, who is a Togrut and Jedi, her concept are he ha she has them tied uh, at the bottom. I was like, they should have done that for Ahsoka yeah. with Rosario Dawson. Have her tie him down there. They wouldn't be in the way all the yeah. time. Yeah. You die in We get to do it. We get to do it. So uncivilized. It's been a while. Nice. It has been. Yeah. Nice. So, death of the episode. We've said it once. We've said it twice. We may have said it three times. Possibly four. Fat cat eating it from Rex, it is upper echelon, top five, top three that we've seen it's all top time. tier death of the week. It is close, like, it is Delaney level. Like, I want I want to watch Delaney and this one back to back. Because <laughs> it kind of gives it a run for its money. Yeah. It was strong. It was really good. It was very strong. And the thing about this, the thing that made Delaney funny, it was just random. It yes. was a random spear. Yes. This one had, like, build-up to it. Yes. <laughs> but it still hit the same way. Yeah. It was just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, get your popcorn ready. It was like, like watch it. If, if you do anything, watch that. Watch that. It is fucking great. It's cool. Honorable death of the episode mentioned to Salman Rushdie's mental state um, <laughs> after losing like all of his people yeah. <laughs> like uh, yeah I don't think you're gonna recover my man yeah I can't believe he's still breathing he is literally like literally like just a bag of bones <laughs> yeah. like that's all he is he like, seems sprightly when he was talking to Ahsoka at the end there yeah but I, I like I was I predicted last episode I was like this dude's not gonna make it <laughs> yeah. he's still there he can barely stand he's still there insane crazy all righty. <laughs> Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. What do we got for a tagline on this one? This week we have great hope can come from small sacrifices. And your guess was uh, Anakin is going to make a small sacrifice by lying 
and pretending to stay with the queen in order to get his friends freed, and then he's going to kill her. You're pretty steadfast that Anakin was going to kill the queen, uh, and you said that you had made a point that it'd been a while since we've seen Anakin do a kill. Yeah. So you were well, like, "Well, he did do some kills," and that's the point I'm getting to. Okay. Yeah, we got to see Anakin do a lot of kill in this one. Yes. Now, so you were kind of right self-defense kills. Yeah. But he still seemed to be enjoying it, and they had that one animation where Ahsoka looked at him like. He was really going to town on yeah, this. Yeah, I think you're liking this a little too much. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, what do we got for a tagline in the next one? All right, next one we have Friendship shows us who we really are. Okay. Um, I already watched the episode, but this is what I wrote you yes. ahead of time because um, you're going out of town this weekend, yep. so we got to mix up our recording a bit. I wrote Obi Wan is going to get in a sticky situation, Anakin is going to ditch him for Padme. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi will die because of Anakin's selfishness. <laughs> That's my that was my prediction. What do we got for an episode next? Uh next episode is entitled A Friend in Need. And it's the next one in air order, so season four, episode fourteen. Alright, A Friend in Need. Season four, episode fourteen. All right, Adam, where can listeners reach us? Hey, baby, uh, send us an email, like Eliza. We're at clonecastpod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, you want to plug the Twitter and Instagram? Clonecastpod, a Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, if you could leave us a review anywhere that you're able to, yep. we always appreciate that. Also, don't forget about Lux Bidet. Go ahead and yeah. shoot them a message and talk about how great we are. And speaking of Lux Bidet, I have a potential celebrity sponsor, uh, Lux Bonetary Bidet. Yeah. yeah. All right. See you next time. Until then, may the bidet be with you. Christmas Day. <laughs>